attending to anybody that's wanting to speak hadn't signed up i think we're good okay uh i'll call on representative wheeler to open us with prayer thank you mr chair heavenly father we thank you that we could all be here this morning giving this glorious day um to work and we ask that you be with us in this meeting and guide us and direct us and all the things that we do we ask all these things in jesus name amen thanks sir appreciate that before uh <clears throat> before we start uh i'll i'll, I'll conduct a meeting like like we have been doing but uh i'm going to abstain from voting maybe a little conflict here on my part may not be but I, let's don't take no chances okay so but we're going to just do it that way so i won't, I won't be voting on this okay uh document 4655 dealing with plant industries comes to us from the state crop pest commission at clemson university i believe we have someone from clemson to to provide some insight on this we uh have um steven or steve cole okay all right okay all right Mr. Chairman, Kathy Coleman, I want to introduce uh, Dr. Steve Cole. He's the director of our regulatory services. You know, it falls under Clemson PSA, and our state crop Com pest commission is uh, a committee of the board of trustees, which these regs have been through. You know, we're charged by the General Assembly to look at our regs and update them, and, and so I w I'm just going to ask them to give a, a real brief explanation of the, of, of the changes in this, these regs, if that's all right with you, Mr. That's, Chairman. That's fine. Thank, Thank you, you, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Good morning. I appreciate the time. I'll try to be very succinct, but if I do raise questions, please certainly ask me and I'll try to clarify. Essentially, what we're hoping to do here is um, revise our regulations dealing with nurseries uh, and how we inspect nurseries and regulate nurseries that, that grow and propagate plants in the state of South Carolina. Uh, we're, we're really interested in, in trying to work with industry and, and a lot of where this is generating uh, these changes are coming from is, is from industry recommendation discussions that we've had. Uh, I will say that the uh, South Carolina Nursery Growers uh, Association and Landscape Association is in support of this and we've had discussions with them and they've specifically asked for components of this to be included in these changes. So I'll, I'll very briefly go through um, kind of the the four major things that I think this um, these changes would would entail and again if you have questions please feel free to ask uh, first off what we hope to do is respond to uh, some of the concerns that our turf grass and sod uh, producers in the state have expressed in the past about their fees that they currently pay uh, the way the structure is on the nurse on the turf grass fees um, all the turf grass growers in the state tend to grow a large amount of acreage and they get classified into the highest tier of our current fee structure by default. In comparison with nurseries um, that are much, much smaller in acreage, they may end up in a, in a lower scale. But uh, as far as revenue that's generated from sod versus revenue that's generated from a nursery, the, the sod producers may only generate a half or even less of what the, the nursery might produce. So. The, the sod producers in the state have felt that this has been unfair uh, because they have to have acreage to grow sod and they're always going to be classified in that higher tier. So what we hope to do is reduce the fees for the, the turf grass growers and sod producers in the state. So uh, we're proposing that if it's a production of 250 acres or less that the fee would roll back to $75 for a sod producer. Uh, if it goes between 251 and 500 acres then the fee would be $125 and over 501 acres would be a $200 fee. And this would result in a reduction of fees that, that my agency collects in about $1,200 a year. So it's a very nominal change, 
but I think it's an important change for the sod producers in the state and something that they, again, um, have asked for repeatedly and have, have wanted a, us to work with them in trying to develop a way to, to reduce those fees. The second thing we hope to do uh, with the changes here is to allow for uh, print-on-demand nursery shipping tags for the industry. Uh, if nurseries want to ship plant material out of South Carolina, they have to have a nursery tag that is approved by our division uh, of plant industry to do so. Those plants um, cannot move from, from interstate or international shipments uh, without those tags. Um, they now, as it currently stands, make requests to our department in Pendleton, and we try to turn those around as quickly as possible, but oftentimes it's a week to 10 days and, and maybe longer if we have a backlog of, of requests. So what we'd like to do is, is create an agreement with nurseries that have large operations that print tags on a regular basis to allow them to print their own tags pending that they meet some of the guidelines that we set forth in an agreement. And that will save them time waiting on tags um, and could help them with, the, with turnaround times on delivering uh, shipments of nursery products that they're, they're moving out of South Carolina. So we think that's a helpful thing for industry. And again, that's something that the, the nursery growers in the state have requested. Uh, we certainly want to hold them to a certain standard of, of making sure they follow regulations. So we're gonna follow up with them and, and conduct audits, if you will, to ensure that they're following the regulations that we set forth and, and aren't taking advantage of that privilege that we want to give them. But we feel like it's going to also generate cost savings on our end as well as far as printing costs and time for personnel to print, things like that. We did a quick assessment uh, and we feel like that, um, first of all, last year we, we printed out over 58,000 of these tags in our Pendleton office. Um, 127 different orders so you can see an order for tags can be in the thousands and it takes quite a bit of time so um, what we'd like to do again um, is, is let them do this themselves and we feel like it will generate a savings on their end as far as time uh, they will be able to ship things much more quickly and expeditiously but also save us about nine thousand dollars in employee time about four thousand dollars in tags and um, that, that's a savings that we can uh, certainly utilize in other areas to, to benefit our programs, and we think it would work. And again, um, if we find that nurseries are taking advantage of this privilege, we're, we're going to make sure that they, they have that revoked, and, and we will go back to printing their tags and holding them to a standard. So we think that's a good thing as well. Uh, the third thing we want to do that, that currently is not in our regulations is establish nursery dealer fees. Right now we charge fees for nurseries that are actively engaged in producing, propagating, and maintaining plant material, but nursery dealers do not pay a fee. These would be Home Depot, Lowe's, big box stores that have shipments of plants come in on a Thursday like today, and if everything goes right, by Sunday afternoon they've moved those plants into your home, and they will be waiting for another shipment the next Thursday. So they're not maintaining those plants for a long period of time. So there, there's no fee currently in South Carolina for these operations. If you look across the, the southeast, every other state has a fee for nursery dealers. And if you look across the United States, we, we did a survey of about 33 states, and there are three states um, that do not have this fee, and the other 30 do. The other two states are in the northeast. Um, so we're hoping to establish a fee there. Um, we have a fee structure set up. Uh, I will also say that uh, the reason for, for wanting a fee is because of the time and the energy we spend inspecting those plants. Uh, nursery dealers will receive plants from numerous sources. Some of them will be in-state, some of them will be from out-of-state, and they, they disclose that information to us, but we still feel an obligation to inspect those plants to make sure they're coming in healthy and clean from any pests or diseases. 
Um, we've estimated that an inspection as far as time in the office, our inspector's time, travel, is about $150 per inspection. And that's a, a, probably a little bit of a, a conservative estimate on our part. So currently we don't have a fee to, to recuperate those costs. The other issue is, is that half our nursery industry is paying a fee and they're the ones that are producing plants and maintaining plants and propagating plants at a, at a wholesale type environment. And I think they would be in support of saying that they would like to see the, uh, the, the folks that are on the, the retail end pay a fee as well because they're, uh, they're being inspected. We're putting the time and effort and energy into it and, and believe that we need to, uh, to try to recoup some of those costs. So I'll real quickly go through the fee structure that we set um, and tell you a little bit more about the nursery dealers that we have in the state. Uh, we have about approximately 1,850 dealers that are registered in the state and about half of those are small operations. So we set up a, a fee structure that would allow the small operations to, to be exempt from a fee. Uh, if their actual gross sales are $5,000 or less a year, uh, about 900 of those would fall into that category. They would pay no dealer fee. Um, these are what we would call hobbyists, smaller uh, operations. It may be just an ancillary part of their business uh, that they sell plant material. Any operation between $5,000 and $100,000 annually would pay a fee of $50. Um, and any operation over $100,000 would pay a $100 fee. Um, again, we've talked with the, the nurserymen across the state. Um, they, they believe this is fair and equitable. Um, we know other states are charging this fee, so we don't believe industry is going to have a, a really sticker shock with the, the price or the fact that they're paying a fee because as I said, Lowe's and Home Depot, they're in numerous other states where these fees exist. So that, that's what we're hoping to achieve there. Uh, we believe that with the 18 or 1900 or so uh, dealers that will generate around $65,000 in revenue that can come back to our programs, help support our inspection activities in the state. Uh, finally, the last thing we wanted to do um, is what we're charged by law to do, uh, by state law, is to review and, and try to improve label, label language every five years. Uh, clean up language that may be dated or unclear and try to make sure that, um, you know, we benefit uh, the state that is regulated by this by having language that they can understand and, and correctly interpret and follow. So the last part of it's just really a cleanup of, of what existed previously. Um, I know that was very quick, um, tried to try to be very quick, but if you have questions, um, I'll be glad to try to help answer those. <clears throat> Thank you, Dr. Cole. We, um, we are... Um, we're going to take some questions if we need to. We've got to quit at 10, and we'd like to move on if we, you know, if we can on this. So um, if we, anybody got any questions, we, we're down to, what, three minutes? Since we're down to, we've already pre-studied the issue a little bit. Since we're down to the wire, I'm going to be Okay, good. Okay, we have a motion to, uh, to adopt this and move favorable to the full committee. Okay, good thing. All right. Mr. Chumley? Oh, uh, I'm saying. All right, Mr. Burns? Aye. Mr. Taylor? Aye. Okay, we have, uh, yes, sir. We have two, two uh, in favor and, and uh, uh, one not voting, so uh, the motion passes. And uh, any, uh, any other further comments? Unless anybody has anything else that needs to be discussed then, this, uh, we'll move this on to full committee and this meeting is adjourned.
Thank you all.